It's season two. Sugar Facts season two. Sorry. All right. Mexican Cubs. Mexican Cubs here for another episode. What number are we up to now? Da, 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 six. Wow. Not okay, we've got a pretty good backlog then for if sailing camp fucks with some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Okay. How are you feeling about the old... Uh, oh, I'm going I'm I'm to keep my cup. Yeah? 100%. Why? Just, just you know what? I think that... Because I, I don't want this to... Ruin our friendship. You know what I mean? The lies, the deceit. You know you didn't get the choice to keep or swap, right? I know. I'm just letting you know. I would be over the moon if you let me keep this cup. Why is that? I like it. I like I like it. You like what's under there? I do, yeah. Why do you like it? I just think it's it's kind of it fits my lifestyle. You don't have it. Um, or I'm getting really good at this. You're not getting really good at this. <laughs> not in like the space of a week. <laughs> well, that's I went I, to fucking camp. That's why I bought what I bought because I want it for myself. I went to fucking Mexican cup camp. Did you? I you did. went to a boot camp for Mexican cup training. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish they had a more intense graduation scheme. <laughs> well. Yeah. So we'll just set, set that aside. Set that aside. <laughs> Uh, Brian's moving the cups real slow. So as not to disturb it. Maintaining If it tips over, I think if it tips over, it's going to fuck up. Whoa, shit. That was close. (laughs) It would have definitely fallen out. It almost fell went over the side of the bar. Damn. Well, okay. Here is season two, episode six. Season two, episode six. And we are drinking what I call a soquila. A soquila. Soquila. Ooh. Ooh. That's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, really? Uh, I hate tequila so much. Oh, I like it. Uh, I mean, I like that. I like uh, that form of it. Rend. What was in it? That's good. Good stuff. That was tequila, yep. soda, and lime. Who who knew that was going to be soda, that good? Uh, all right. That's enough tequila for one day. <laughs> Damn. All right. And we're just drinking, and we're going to be sipping some uh, whiskey and soda. Yep. Which you can get down at the bar. I feel like I don't plug the bar. Yeah, enough. you need to plug the bar. Yeah. Uh, come on down. Come on down to the bar. I'm going to do your plugs in this voice from now on. I think it's I want people to know the diversity of ages that attend the bar. You know, it's not just for uh-huh. young things. True, 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 true. Come on down to the bar, son. Hey, old man. You, you, you're not out of place here. You're welcome, old one, old timer. I feel so welcomed here. I feel like these are my people. You got your eye on any hotties? Oh, see that little girl over there? Well, she's really, really young. I was going to say her mom. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> but just asking for a friend, a pedophile's welcomed here. <laughs> Well, it depends on how much they spend. Da, 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 da. Just kidding. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Sugar facts. Totally Highway kidding. 11. Totally kidding. Anything goes. Nope. Nope. Anything not goes that's here. Absolutely not true. Come, do what you want. Nope. Touch who you want. Nope. Say nope. what you want. Nope. 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 <laughs> See you soon, kids. <laughs> no. God damn it. I. You know what? I'm. I need a new fucking ad agency. <laughs> I mean, you were cheap. I'll grant you that. You were cheap. That was fun. All right, cool. Well, now that we don't have to do any of this old bullshit about sugar Fuck that. Let's just chat about stuff, crazy stuff that rich people buy. Motherfucking rich people. That is this week's topic, isn't it? Did you come out of this thinking that you'd want to be a rich person? No, not at all. It's always boring. Yeah. Like, it seems, a lot of the stuff that I read, it's like you, there's definitely a threshold you cross that you just have too much money and you're just trying to buy stuff. I read in the course. I got I got two little things that just are stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy uh, pills. I think they're like four hundred dollars a pill. Jesus. U.S. dollars. And what they will do is they're uh, they'll turn your feces gold. I can't wait for this episode. What? Oh, I'm not. That's all I have about that. On that one, what they're little flakes in the pill. They're just little pills, and you eat them. I don't know. Like maybe well, right. They can't just make. Gold, like they cover your feces in gold. Well, so it, the pill must be like gold glitter. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's insane. Oh it's my god! Crazy. Why would you? Why do would that? anyone do that? Who are you going to show afterwards? 
<laughs> you put it no, in your that's jar? a great point. Yeah, you maybe. You put it in a jar? Like, or is it just so that you yourself so you don't yourself have to look know. at your poo-colored poo? You know, there's a weird thing with, like, rich and or and. See, I, I, I'm having a problem with the and or construct. <laughs> If you noticed earlier, you want to talk about it. Well, rich and powerful, or. rich or powerful. That's covering all the options. Rich and or powerful. Rich and or powerful. That yeah. that covers that covers every kind of combination. Yeah. Oh, is 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 that the theme tonight? Rich and or powerful. No, no, oh. no. That's just my own verbal. Um, so just say thing. and or. It's a good. Catch I just off. didn't feel like it was covering everything. Rich and powerful. Rich and rich and rich powerful, and powerful people. Quite narrow because you have to be rich but also powerful. Or rich or powerful, just right. rich but or who, just powerful. Who is powerful without being rich? Jesus. Oh, I got it. That was a good have you got like his shopping list on this? Yeah, Jesus was a fucking greedy bastard. His Amazon wish list is longer than mine, and I'm always on Amazon. <laughs> so yeah, so there's the there's the gold pills. You eat them. You shit gold. Mental, or it covers your mental, golden mental, shit. Mental, mental, great mental, question. Mental. Joe asked the great Joe, Joe asks the great question. <laughs> Who the fuck are you sharing that with? Are you taking a photo, putting it on Instagram? Probably. Are you asking your husband slash wife to come in. Check it out, honey. Check it out. Oh, I know where that was going with that. What? So, so rich and or powerful people and powerful powerful people have this weird thing about bodily functions. Mm. Kim Jong Il and Un. Kim Jong I think I think his dad too though. Yeah. Um, the whole there's a whole mythology about how they don't defecate. So weird. All these weirdos with the gold plated toilets and stuff. Yeah, I saw some of those. Right. It's just like, but that's what I mean. It's like you're just trying to get rid of money. Like you're trying to get rid of it. If you if you're getting a gold toilet, you, well, it's you're a an a, a you're an asshole. Or it's a gimmick. Yeah, no one's getting a, a gold these... toilet and not letting everyone know they have a gold toilet. Right. Yeah. So a lot of these things are like, oh, it's a PR stunt. It's mm. when my friends come over for a party, it's going to like trip out on my gold like, toilet. Lose shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, yeah. And if, but if they lose it, I'll cover it in gold. <laughs> yeah. No, if they lose their shit, it's going to be poo colored. If I lose my shit, it's going to be, <laughs> you won't be able to tell the, the poo from the toilet. Then I read this other thing. Just about how horrible rich people are. Oh, great. Talk to me. So Disneyland used to do this thing where if you were disabled, wheelchair, crutches, some sort of physical disability, you could go to the front of the line, get on the rides. Yeah. It was all cool. Yeah, had to wait in line. Yeah. And obviously, a lot of these people need assistance with somebody else. Yeah. So their handler or their carer or their... It's loved one thing. would yeah. would you know take them up to the front line and get that special treatment too. Yeah. So then what happened was fucking people with lots of money started finding disabled people and paying them to like oh can I just push your wheelchair and get to the front of the line? And so then you know that took a while but then eventually like Disneyland Corp like they they caught on to it so now they canceled the whole thing. That's so So now, if you're in a fucking wheelchair at Disneyland, you just have to wait in line because these fucking rich wankers fucked it up for everyone. That's gross. I hate rich people. Would they take in someone from outside the park or would they walk around the park and still... I like to think that they arrive without... I like to think that it's like... See now, this is like a part it's almost that like reverse, re- re- reverse, reverse hookers. Like they're on reverse the they're reverse hookers. Like they're sort of like waiting on the corner, and they're just like, mm-hmm, like keep an eye out. Like hey, see that's the part of it that seems kind of fun to me. Yeah, like that would be I'll kind of fun. I'll pay you a five hundred for a ride. And maybe I've rushed to judgment with this. I mean, really? What? Well, I mean, if if I'm in a wheelchair and some asshole comes up to me and is like, dude, I'll give you five hundred bucks if, like. Whoever's pushing you can just step aside because mm. I really want to go on this ride. Yeah. Fuck it. I mean, yeah, I've just made 500 bucks. I would do it. I would definitely do I it. I would do it. I would say yes. And also, that right, like, I'd actually say three ride minimum. <laughs> it's 1,500 bucks. 1,000 per ride. But what, 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 what happened, though, is that Disneyland canceled it. Yeah. And so there, so there were consequences. Right. Greed. Which is normally how that kind of thing works out when individual people go out and make wealth individually. Mm-hmm. It generally fucks it up for the masses. Do you want to be rich? I think you kind of do want to be rich. Yeah, but I would be, I'd be benevolent rich, Brian, and it's different. But 
I fully expect that I will one day win that big bad Taiwan lottery. And so it'd just be like buying like acres. Can you imagine if we, <coughs> if one of our friends bought the won the lottery? Yeah. And just bought like acres of land. And then we could all just build like a tiny house in that land. Not next to each other. Definitely not next to each other. No. Okay, well, you don't say like that. <laughs> I was thinking I could be, be like across the path from you guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'd be great. No one ever does that though. Because no one ever wins the Taiwan lottery. I do find that the more money you have, the more stingy you tend to mm -hmm, be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, you know what? I think worrying about money keeps you young. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. It really does. I remember I... Stingy just feels gross. Yeah, I don't like stingy at all. I do not like it at all. I remember I had like this revelation when I was 12. Because mm. when you're 10... Well, I was. I, you're like a greedy little fucker, man. You know, it's just like, I want yeah. all the candy. I, I want, everything, I want, I want the, everything. everything. I want everything. Yeah, you're like a little magpie. Just yeah. Hoarding like all the shiny I, the shit. Sharing was not a thing. And my parents weren't... You know, they didn't parent... They weren't explicit... About the parenting. <laughs> it was a more subtle. And did you have like siblings your age around? No. Yeah. See, that I think is what teaches you sharing. Yeah. It teaches, sorry, I'll rephrase. It teaches younger siblings yeah. sharing. It did not teach me sharing because I was the oldest. So I did not have to learn. You didn't have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So I remember when I was 12, I had this friend, Scott Pospishal. Mm -hmm. That was his name. And, um, oh, he was, by the way, he was the younger brother of Wendy. We brought up Wendy before. Wendy. Yeah. Love Wendy. I wonder what she's doing now. She's probably hole. 80. She left such a hole. A Wendy-shaped hole in my heart. <laughs> anyway. The next song. Yeah. I got a Wendy-shaped hole, hole in my heart. I got a Wendy-shaped hole in my heart. The hole in my heart. Oh, what am I gonna do? Wendy, when you're coming back. Wendy, when you're coming back. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. I got a Wendy shape hole in my heart. I tried to fill it with a Brenda, but Brenda was shaped in a different way. I tried to fake it with a Susan, but Susan was a square. Wendy, Wendy, you got a very unique shape. Oh, do, unique do, Wendy. <laughs> Wendy, Wendy, what am I gonna do? I almost I forgot. forgot. And then I remembered. I got a Wendy-shaped hole in my heart. It's like we took a break and came back better than yeah. ever. So anyway, I remember I remember Scott had some fucking candy. Like we were at the park. You know, and especially like you're 12. You just have like this empty stomach all the time. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. no amount of food yeah, can ever bad. fill your stomach. You're always hungry. Somebody has candy. You're just like, oh my God. <laughs> Ow. And he just like shared his candy with everyone. That's weird. It, blew my mind no one does that i was like from but from that point on now it took me a while to master the art but i mean anyway that was the beginning and i was like i want to be like scott man because that was fucking awesome that's good that was amazing that nice. yeah it never occurred to me that that was an option yeah it was like here's my shit get the fuck away from me yeah. It's mine. Mine. Yeah. I'm going to hide it in the sandbox. And it wasn't, and it wasn't even like, it wasn't even like he was like. Trying to win people. No. It was That's just like, crazy. oh, you guys are hungry. Here, I got, I have more crazy. than I need. Adults don't even do No, that. I know. So those are my little two introductory pieces that I just have on the top of my head. Gold shit and gold toilets. Gold shit and um, Disneyland Oh, the Disneyland one. People. Wow. I've got proper ones. I just, sure. those are just, like, no. That's a good anecdotal. I didn't even think we were doing it. anecdotal. Let me see if any of mine could count as anecdotal. Okay. Here's the thing. I think when Not I, really. when I get, if, if, if you don't switch these cups and yeah. I, and I end up getting the thing. Yeah. If you don't end up, if you don't what, switch. What the are you going to do with your Mexican cup win? I don't know. That's a good question. What I find crazy is yeah. like, is what, the 10th game in a row where the person who's supposed to be guessing what the thing is didn't actually get the thing in their cup. It would have been crazy. 
Are you saying you broke the streak? I think I broke the streak. Well, I know I broke the streak. <laughs> I know I broke. Of course I broke the streak. Yeah. What are you going to do with it then? I've been thinking lately about Christmas. <laughs> Regifting that? No, 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 no. Using it as a as a decoration. Maybe setting it up in a window. Cute. Candle. You're laying it on a little thick. Oh, no. What does that mean? I'm just saying it's obvious that you're like trying to make me think that you didn't have it. Damn it. I gotta remember what they said in boot camp. <laughs> what do you do when say. this happens? Shit. Get your shit together, Brian! <laughs> Get it together, soldier! <laughs> the enemy has tracked you and they've pinned you to the ground! I wish I knew even like a tiny bit of Spanish so that we could try and come up with some sort of Spanish, like Mexican cup slogan. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Por favor. Pescadore. That's Italian. <laughs> I think, what's por favor? Is it, is it Spanish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, let's actually talk about that. Yeah, yeah, lay it on. Because we've got some anyway. cool shit. Yeah. I want pictures with mine. I want you to see the things we're talking So my first example is, my first example of something that rich people buy Mm-hmm. is a piece of artwork called The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Someone Living. I know this Catching. Do you, were you going to talk about this? No. Do you know I just, what it is? I frequent these circles. Amazing. I'll show you the photo anyway. Okay. What is it? You it's tell us. Giant shark. Yeah. So that I didn't believe you, but I didn't believe you. When you said you knew it, I was like, he's fucking, he's fucking lying. So... The physical impossibility. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Can I see it longer than a second? Yeah, I'm giving you the phone. (laughs) So this is a 14-foot or 4-meter tiger shark that was caught specifically for this piece of art. Oh, jackass. Yeah, it's really sad. Uh, Preserved in formaldehyde in a vitrine. It was... In a what? uh, in, in vitrine, in a vitrine. I think. I don't know what that is. I think that means like um, uh, that's what that box is. A in vitrine, a box, like a glass tank, right? So there's this massive shark. It's got its mouth open. We'll put it on our Instagram. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Crazy, and it's in this like aquarium type thing. So they went out. He had the idea already. And he wanted to do this, so he goes out and commissions a fisherman to go and catch like a Shows massive shark. shark. So I read somewhere that what he gave the spec he gave the fishman was he's like it needs to be big enough that it looks like it could kill you. Mm-hmm. Like he wants people that see it to be like fuck that could kill right. me. And it's preserved in formaldehyde in this glass tank. So it was originally purchased for ninety thousand dollars or just over ninety thousand dollars in nineteen ninety two by art mogul Charles Saatchi. and then eventually it was bought back by the artist Stephen A. Cohen. <coughs> And then sold again in 2004 for an undisclosed amount, although it's probably between $8 million and $12 million for this fucking shot. That's crazy. Like, like, the things I would do with just $1 million, right. you know, just like one of those millions, right. I, my life would be set. Yeah. And he spent 12 of them on a shot. On a fucking shot. It's crazy. Yeah. <clears throat> and it hurts. So, oh. so Damien Hurst is the yeah. artist. Yeah, yeah. He sold it first to Charles Saatchi for about 90000 And then he sold it again to Stephen A. Cohen in 2004 for probably around 8 to $12 million. Uh, so American, uh, so Stephen A. Cohen is an American uh, hedge fund manager, which is just a classic rich person thing. Yeah. And he actually owns one of the world's most valuable art collections valued at over $1 billion. Yeah, billion is a lot. That's so much money. It's a, so much money. And he's also known for often overpaying for art, which yeah. seems to be sort of part of the pleasure for him. Mm-hmm. This is what I was saying before about, like, they're just trying to find ways to spend mm-hmm. their money. He's trying to find a way to, like, oh, that shark's work worth $5 million. I'm going to pay 8 for it. Just wouldn't for that, like, spark. It's you know? such bullshit, though. Like, wouldn't it be amazing to just, like, fly your private jet into some tiny village somewhere mm. <laughs> just give everyone like $500,000. So like that would be like amazing. Pay off the debt of some small country. Yeah, just take a country. Cameroon. Cameroon, you're you know fine what? now. You're debt free now. Yeah. It's not even like your debt had to be forgiven. Right. You I'm just paying. pay these fuckers. You're, you're doing, you're now keep going. Yeah, I don't get it. It's, 
you know, especially if it was like the amount that you're going to pay extra for something. It's yeah. like, oh, well, I could have bought a shark with that. It's like you <laughs> overpaid that shark by $2 million. Right. Go and give that $2 million to another country. Yeah. If that country now fucks it up on corruption, mm. well, what's it to you? You're going to overpay on a shark. And wouldn't that feel good? Wouldn't I think that would be an amazing more than... Obviously not because people don't seem to do it. Your little shitty friends being like, oh, my God, that's an amazing shark. Like what, what kind of a little... How much did you pay for that? Jolt oh, are you too getting much? out of that? Amazing. Right? How, how how much fucking capital are you really making off that? Emotional, yeah. psychic capital. All right. Here's, I'd like to talk about a good thing that someone with a lot of money has done. Yeah? Well, I say good, but... I already like, don't believe it. Interesting. Have you heard of the clock of the long now? No. It Is it a China happens. thing? No. Why would it be a China <laughs> Mao? Clock of the long Mao? Oh, sorry. Now. N-O-W. Oh. Clock... <laughs> Oh, sorry. Cock of the long uh, Mao. Sorry. <laughs> well, sorry, sorry. Uh, Mao's long cock. Long, Mao's long. Oh, Damn it. <laughs> I have heard of it. I've seen it. All right. Clock it's of actually, the... That was the bit that was the most expensive to a bomb. <laughs> but, and, then, and then they fed it to a shark. Uh, yeah. Clock of the long now. Okay. It's also, Carl, let's just call it this, the 10,000-year clock. Okay. That sounds nuts. No, yeah. I have not seen it. So it's that. a mechanical clock under construction as we speak. Really? Right. It's designed to keep time for 10,000 years. That's cool. Yeah. I think it's very cool. So it was conceived by this dude named Danny Hillis in 1986. 10,000 years? That was his conception in 1986. Uh, they made a prototype of it and, it, and they kind of... They, this prototype started working on December 31st, 1999... So then they could have that transition to the year 2000. Right. So then they, they, they you know, that was, that was a big deal. That was just a prototype. But um, what goes into a clock, what goes into a 10,000 year old year clock that doesn't go into other clocks? I'm about to tell you. So sorry. There's a dude though that's funding this. You may have heard of him. Jeff Bezos. I have heard of him. Yeah. Too much money. Do you know he bought the Washington Post? And yeah. the way that he phrases it was like, I didn't do any due diligence in how much it was worth. They just named their price and I said, yeah, fine. Yeah, he's he a giant wanker. To it. He's such a wanker. He's a giant wanker. But this thing is cool, though. And that's why I chose this. Okay. Because it is cool. I think it's interesting. Yeah. So he's, it's being funded by Jeff Bezos's Bezos Expeditions. It's his little wanky name for his <laughs> God, thing. Who would ever dick. name their thing after themselves? Yeah. Have we done that? No, At we least done Elon Musk didn't. What? No, I'm just wondering if we had done that. No, Sugar Facts, right? It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Jabrian Facts. Wait, can we just quickly check what we're called? <laughs> yeah, so $42 million to, um, to, to start funding this thing. And yeah. it's on his land in Texas. $42 so, million. Which is that amount? Uh, it's still pocket change for him. Yeah, exactly. So this is how one person sort of described it, which I think is very interesting. Let's let, and let's really think about it. Such a clock, if sufficiently impressive and well engineered, would embody deep time for people. It should be charismatic to visit, interesting to think about, and famous enough to become iconic in the public discourse. Ideally, it would do for thinking about time what the photographs of Earth from space have done for thinking about the environment. Okay. Such icons reframe the way people think. Okay. Right? I kind of like, like that. that. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So that was the whole thing. It's like, you know, when, when, when we got that shot of just the earth, the little, the big blue yeah. marble, right? That's all we've got. It's all we've got. You saw the fragility. It's mm. this little thing floating in an indifferent universe. Yeah. I think that's kind of cool. And so, like, you know, it's, it's, I think it's helpful for people to think of time yeah. on these scales. Right? It's terrifying. It's terrifying, but I think they're onto something. Yeah. So there, there's some, these are the basic design principles and requirements for the clock, which are interesting in and of themselves. So one of the things is longevity. So the clock should be accurate even after 10,000 years. It must not contain valuable parts such as jewels, expensive metals, or special alloys. Why? Because the people would steal them. Uh-huh. Uh, maintainability. So future generations should be able to keep the clock working yeah. with nothing more advanced than Bronze Age tools and materials. 
Um, it's a clever way. It's a clever because you don't know what the fuck is going to happen. I was going to say it's like a, quite a um, a depressing view of the future. We're like, okay, well, in the future, so after <laughs> the nuclear war and when climate change wipes us all out, obviously we'll be back on Bronze Age tools. But surely some people will still be dedicating some time towards maintaining this fucking clock. I mean, just imagine. I mean, you can imagine it. Like a thousand years from now, it's this post-apocalyptic wasteland, yeah. and there's this fucking giant clock still going still going like that would be the new religion yeah that's jeff bezos's plan obviously with his face on it. yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't know about that um <laughs> transparency the the clock should be understandable without uh stopping and disassembling it mm-hmm. um no functionality should be opaque Mm-hmm. so yeah just it's got to be this obvious mechanism any asshole could okay figure out. i love this yeah um, so it's still under construction. Is that because the design is like still being worked out, or they already figured out the design? Well, like like any sort of narrative, there's there'll be a point where we would kind of a climax where something like that will be explained. <laughs> oh my god, you are slinging them out tonight. <laughs> So I mean, this chick Goldilocks, I mean, does she get eaten by the bears oh or what happens? I don't know how you want me to be participative. Should I just like shut my mouth? No. <sighs> no. It's great. What are you talking about? Come on. It's funny. Uh, of course it's hilarious. And I'm faking being outraged. And I'm actually, faking it was funny. being outraged about you being outraged. And I'm faking being cool about you being outraged. <laughs> faking being upset about you faking that and you're I'm fucking faking. cool. Wanting to be here. And I'm faking it too. <laughs> I faked it before you did. I faked it before I even got I've here. I've been faking it our entire <laughs> podcast relationship. I faked it before we even came up with the idea of a podcast. I faked it the day we met. I faked it before I even heard of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go on. I want to hear the climax and then the whole thing. Yeah, well, we're yeah. not even fucking close yet. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, relax. I'm going to build a little fire over here. Evolvability. Okay. It should be possible to improve the clock over time. Okay. Without, like, stopping the clock, obviously. Yeah. Scalability. To ensure that the final large clock will work properly, smaller prototypes must be built and tested. Whether the clock will actually receive continued care and maintenance for such a long time is debatable, obviously. Hillis chose the 10,000-year goal to be just within the limits of plausibility. <laughs> what? Based on what? It's crazy. It's crazy. Haven't humans only been around well, for like 20,000 years? Civilization has been around for what? Probably about 10,000. What, what was like farming? How old is farming? Agriculture? Yeah. What's that? I mean, I, I think it's... No? It's like hunter-gatherers go back about 50,000. Okay. So I think ten thousand. Yeah, I think that. I think that that, that that checks out. I think Homo sapiens is rocking like. Two, oh, that's like a million. Two, no, it's like two hundred thousand years. Homo sapiens, yeah. Yeah. Homo, whatever. Erectus. Is, yeah, all that stuff is like a million, right? Right. I have no idea. That's the sugar facts guarantee. <laughs> I don't know what. I know. Do we have a max here? Fact checking? No. Max no. is out. Max is out. Catching Go. sharks. Catching sharks for rich people. Yeah. God, he's the worst. Within the limits of plausibility, there are technological artifacts such as, okay, this, if we would just trust the text, (laughs) trust the text, there are technological artifacts such as fragments of pots and baskets from 10,000 years in the past. There we go. (laughs) So there is some precedent for human artifacts surviving this long. Mm -hmm. Although very few artifacts have been continuously tended for more than a few centuries. Okay. So that's what this has got going for it, is hopefully it'll be tended to. <laughs> that's the thing. So like nothing else has ever been tended to before. You know, the funny thing about this, though, the irony of this is that our nuclear waste uh, disposal units, mm. uh, those need to be tended to for like 250,000 years. <laughs> and we're like debating a fucking clock. Meanwhile, we're just like, let's yeah. just bury it in the desert. Yeah. Are we going to be okay to like maintain this a thousand yeah. years from now? 250,000 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway. Oh, uh, but those, those uh, nuclear bunkers, we're, we're on the fence about how much we care about them. I'm sure the U.S. will still be there to yeah. deal we'll with it in 200,000 years. 
So the location, the Long Now Foundation has purchased the top of Mount Washington uh, in this place called Nevada. Have you ever heard of Nevada? I have heard of Nevada. Las Isn't Vegas? That where Las Vegas okay, is. Sorry. Oh, you talking about I stepped over your thing. I'm sorry. It's like the one thing that let's I know again. about let's your country. Let's do it again. No, it's too late. No, let's do it again. Hey, it's in Nevada. Have you ever heard of Nevada? Yeah, Vegas lost. Oh, yeah, Nevada. No. Which is surrounded by something. <laughs> God damn it. it what? Go on. Oh, you fucked it up. Oh. It will be housed in a series of rooms. I don't understand how clocks work all of a sudden. <laughs> the slowest mechanisms, mechanisms visible a first. series of rooms. In the white limestone cliffs. 10,000 feet up the sneak range. I want to know what the design is. It yeah. sounds cool. See if you can find a picture. The site's dryness, remoteness, and lack of economic value should protect the clock from corrosion, <laughs> vandalism, and development. It's so mean. But they know what they're doing, though. You know what I mean? It's just like, first of all, just have, like, crappy fucking materials. No one's going to steal it. Yeah. Make sure the land it's on is, like, where the Indians live, which is, like, yeah. Native Americans okay. live. Okay, free for all. Yeah. Hillis chose this area of Nevada in part because it is home to a number of dwarf bristlecone pines which the foundation notes are nearly 5,000 years old. Whatever. Still looks really <clears throat> futuristic. The clock will be almost entirely underground and only ex- accessed by foot traffic. You got a picture of it? Yeah, just like random. It looks like something from Lord of the Rings. That's not it, is it? Yeah. It totally does. You I didn't see a picture If I just, I didn't even think it to look at How is it going to be in a series of rooms? I don't understand. Are you sure that's it? Did you look up the ten thousand year old clock? How did you? How did you look? For clock it? of the long now. That's it. Maybe that's the prototype. Sure. Well, they don't make the prototype and then decide to do something totally different. I just feel like if I was a post-apocalyptic nomad and I came across that, it wouldn't. That's not, that doesn't scream clock to me. <laughs> I would shoot like bone it just looks arrows like a at it. Tall eye. Yeah. It's Sauron. Yeah. It's the post-apocalyptic future, but we still have Lord of the Rings. Frodo, Frodo, he didn't destroy the ring after all. Turns out Lord of the Rings was more of a sort of forward-thinking documentary. We're currently living it out. <laughs> all right, so that's one of mine. Okay, nuts. I've got a few more up my sleeve. That's cool. We'll check that on the old social media. So, how does this relate to that? I mean, it's a it's a thing that you could do if you had a lot of money. Yeah. Instead of Fuck being it. an asshole. Hey, do you have casual 60 million? Throw it Make today. a fucking thing that lasts for 10,000 years that people yeah. could benefit from and that gets them thinking about time and their place in the universe. Which is wild. Or buy pills that make your shit gold. Well. The choice is yours. I'm going to do uh, Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. So, Bill Gates purchased Leonardo da Vinci's Codex Lester. What is that? His most important notebook for $30.8 million. Wow. Yeah. Once again, pocket change for someone like Bill Gates. Yeah. Although he bought it in 1994. It was $30 million in 1994. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, so, he, so Bill Gates, he purchased his Codex Lester a manuscript that dates back to the 16th century. He paid $30.8 million for the journal at auction, a price that made it the most expensive book ever sold. So Bill Gates, classic Bill Gates, actually has like a collection of books, like a Mm. book collection, and someone is in charge of like being his collector. So this is one of the books that he's got now. It's just one of 30 scientific journals that Da Vinci is thought to have authored, mm-hmm. but many do consider it to be the most important. Okay. This is cool. It's written in his like mirror image style. Right, so when he yeah. wrote back to front, uh, right to left, and the words are written in an antiquated, an antiquated, antiquated, in an antiquated version of Italian. So it needs professional oh, translators. Wow. But so Bill Gates keeps it in his private collections, but he does it does look like he sort of puts it out for public viewing once a year. What's up? I have a question. Is it antiquated uh, Italian Latin? (laughs) (laughs) I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Uh, Look, I don't fucking know. I think it's still Italian. Wow, teacher really is mean. 16th, 16th century. Was that Latin? Were they casually speaking Latin all the time? It's just a question. Okay, well, it, I the 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 source of information I used says ant, antiquated version of Italian. So, Latin. 
Well, all right. You know what? <laughs> I'm Googling this. This is useful information. Sure. Did Leonardo da Vinci... Da Vinci... Oh, let's start again. <laughs> Did Leonardo da Vinci write in Italian or Latin? He spoke... Here's a summary from Cora. He spoke Italian for the most part as it is spoken now. He wanted to learn Latin as it was considered the language of scholars at that time, but he had difficulty becoming fluent as is evidenced in the imperfect use of Latin in some of his notes. Right. So he was retarded. <laughs> so he was writing in some sort of bastardized it's, Latin. It's funny, the idea of Leonardo da Vinci being like this like amazing... I want to learn Latin but can't. Yeah. 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 That is amazing. And like what's the, the current day version of someone that just really wants to learn Chinese because that's like the language to learn right, right now right. and struggling. Is that a is that a reference to me? No, I looked at you because you're the only person in the room. <laughs> no, I just think it's funny. Leonardo da Vinci just didn't. No, you didn't. He, could, you didn't get he invented where I was going like with a that. flying what? I was saying like much like Leonardo. Oh, like you're Leonardo DiCaprio. Da Vinci. I'm I'm you know am am I am I like that level of sort of like smart dumb? Right. 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 All right, it didn't work. Oh, it's really hard to keep my eyes open when you start talking. Keep going. Bullshit. That's all. It was bullshit. That's all. Oh, that's the whole thing. Yep. There's no way that's the whole thing. You keep making it seem like I should have done more stuff. I've just done four little tidbits. Okay, it just didn't. He's bought the Codex Lester. What else do you want me to say? And he paid (laughs) money for it. And he bought it in 1994, which is the year after 1993, but the year before 1995. And yeah, so he does. He um, he leases it out to like museums mm-hmm. or whatever every year. Now, why do you think he bought that? Because he's a nerd, dude. But I mean, did he buy it for his own self-aggrandizement, or did he buy it to sort of preserve it and maybe be able to sort of like manage it in a way that was better than wherever it was being housed? Right. Before? Bill Gates is a funny one, right? Right. Yeah, like, he does kind of seem like someone that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, as in, in the sense that he's just, like, trying to do the right thing. Seems for like For the it. most part. Although, I mean, I'm sure we'll eventually do a podcast episode on this. Like, philanthropy is still mm. pretty much bullshit. The dream would be a world without philanthropy. Well, that wouldn't be a necessity. Yeah. Yeah. But until then. I was also thinking, you know, because honestly, like, if I did come into a lot of, if I had a lot of money, I, I probably would geek out and buy, like, expensive books. Right, so I, that's the but, impression I get from Bill Gates. But here's the this. thing. As I was thinking that, I was thinking about, like, the my prized possessions in terms of books. Yeah. They're just, like, cheap paperbacks, like, of editions that I had when I was, like, eight. Right. That I paid, like, six bucks for. Right. And I fucking so love them. you have an emotional attachment yeah. to them. So then I right. was going to ask Gates you. Bill Gates have an emotional attachment to, to Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio's Codex. Yeah. What's your most prized possession? Do you have a prized possession? What, like from when I was a kid? Or just no, just general? a thing that you that you have that that you that you love. It's but it's just a thing. I love my van. Okay. It's the first car I ever bought. Oh really? Yeah, I've never had a car before. Wow. It's like. Did you grow up before? <laughs> <laughs> I grew up planning to leave the country that right. I was in. Um, and so, you know, it's something I pay for with my own money. I mm. continue to pay for my, my own money. Okay. Uh, we built it out so I can sleep in it and hang out. You know, it's just like that van is like, yeah, I prize that mm. van. Yeah, yeah. The day that it eventually coughs and dies, I'll just it's be, be really sad bummed out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. Do you know that somebody owns the sun? No, they don't. <clears throat> they do indeed. It's not possible. Well, listen up. What an idiot for paying all that money for something that they cannot own. Idiot or entrepreneur. <laughs> There's a Spanish woman and she owns a son and she's gonna she plans to start charging all users. Solo users. She's gonna charge all users of the sun. <laughs> tell me please. She owns it. Please tell me more. Angeles Duran or Angeles Duran. Mm-hmm. Forty nine says that the sun officially belongs to her now. Thanks, John. Well, she had the celestial body registered in her name at a local notary office. 
Ms. Duran told the online edition of Daily El Mundo she took the step in September, who knows what year, <laughs> after reading about an American who had regi- registered himself as the owner of the moon and most planets in our solar system. Because wow. you know, you know, you can, you can register your name to like for stars. You can buy stars. Right, I've heard about in this. heavy thick quotation marks. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like a thing that people do. Like, oh, I bought my sweetheart a star. Mm-hmm. This is an international agreement. There, sorry, there is an international agreement which states that no country may claim ownership of a planet or star, but it says nothing about individuals. Oh, the old loophole. It's the old loophole. And there was no snag. I backed up my claim legally. I'm not stupid. I know the law. Jesus. I did it, but anyone else could have done it. It simply occurred to me first. Right. So the document issued by the notary public declares Mr. Rand to be the owner of the sun, a star of spectral type G2, located in the center of the solar system, located at an average distance from Earth of about 149,600,000 kilometers. Wow. <clears throat> Mr. Rand, who lives in the town of Salvaterra, Domino, said she now wants to slap a fee on everyone who uses the sun and give half of the proceeds to the Spanish government. That's cool. Wow, what a cool chick. And 20% to the nation's pension fund. She would dedicate another 10% to research. On the sun? Just research. (laughs) How do you make mice glow? Another 10% in... the best seasoning for peanuts. (laughs) Here's a bunch of sun money. (laughs) Take some sun money and figure it out. Another 10% on ending world hunger. She's got good aims. She's got good, yeah. And she'd keep the remaining 10% herself. Oh, good money. That's so much money. Um, She said, it's time to start doing things the right way. If there is an idea for how to generate income and improve the economy and people's well-being, why not do it? Sure. I mean, still a tax. It's kind of cool, though. Yeah. How does that work in effect if I walk outside, I have to pay her a tax? I think only if you use the sun. Right, so solar power? No, like tan, if you get a tan. <laughs> if you get a tan. Oh, it's you... been a real expensive summer for me. <laughs> <laughs> you are so tan, you must be fucking loaded. Yeah. <laughs> hey, this guy's got no vitamin D deficiency. <laughs> He's rolling in it. My God, he just like... Is just using all his spare money to just get an extra glow. Cut that out. <laughs> it's amazing. It was sort of like watching oh like god, a building no, that... fall over. It's just like, oh my god, which direction is it going to fall over? It's definitely it's falling over. It's done before <laughs> they were ready to know where to land. <laughs> it's definitely coming down. But how severe? Farmers? You got that's a nice crop of so yeah, she'll send her goons out. Hey, it's a right. nice uh, crop of tomatoes you got there. You yeah, use yeah, the yeah. sun for that? No, right. no, no, these are hydroponic. These are hydroponic. But it would be really interesting if like, you know, if she found a way to make it binding, but just focused on solar farms. And every solar farm has to give her like a point one percent of their revenue. I just yeah, I mean it's the kind of thing where it's not going to hold up in any court. No. But I like the... I like it's the, funny. It's cool. The chutzpah. The chutzpah. The chutzpah. Um, She's got many, some moxie. That's another great word, moxie. I like chutzpah. 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 How many, um, more? How many have you got left? I got one more. Okay. It's a sad I one. I got a sad two one. Two more. Okay. Oh, you a sad I, one? I got a... Well, absurdly sad. I've got like a not that great one and mm. like a a weird one. So just Perfect. You do one, I'll weird? do one, and then you do one. Are you sure it's not too many? End on a fucking you know bang though. Yeah, I mean, you haven't found any of my ones to be banging. They're so all banging. What are you talking about? All right, uh, Billy the Kid. You know about this guy? The the guy. Billy the Kid. The 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 outlaw. Yes. Wow. Uh, so tough. 
so Billy the Kid was an outlaw and gunfighter of the American Old West. He killed eight men before he was shot and killed at the age of 21 after he escaped from jail and evaded capture for two months. Mm-hmm. So he's like a feature in all these sort of old westerns. Yeah, he's like a little hero. Yeah, he's a little hero guy. We have a guy like that, Ned Kelly. Ned Kelly, yeah. Keith Ledger played Ned Kelly in a, in a very good movie. Right. Good. Thank you. Should I keep going? Um, so <laughs> you've heard about the Koch brothers? No. K-O-C-H. Oh, the Koch brothers. Are they Koch? Is it Koch? I think they're Koch. Who's Koch? They're Koch. Oh, I was... Or Coke. What? Oh, K-O-C-H. It's definitely a strong K at the end. But there's no K there. I know. It's weird. Okay, the Koch brothers. So there's like the famous twosome. They do the media shit. And like all the... Wait, am I thinking about something else? Yeah, maybe. Not the not the financiers. Yeah, those oh, guys. Yeah, that's yeah, Coke, yeah, Coke Brothers. Coke Brothers. <clears throat> Sorry, I have been saying it wrong. Okay, the Coke Brothers. So there's the two that we all know about, and then the number three, Florida billionaire William Coke. Mm. He bought a photo of Billy the Kid, the only known photo, authentic photo of Billy the Kid. Yeah. For $2.3 million in 2011. This is that photo. Famous. He bought it at the Old West auction in Denver. The mm. guy running the auction said they expected to sell the photo for between 300000 to two, sorry, to 400000 But he bought it for $2 million. $2.3 So it was not valued that high. <laughs> right. He just wanted to spend like a shitload what of money. What an asshole. It's such an asshole move. And it's just like... It's not even a good photo. It's not, like, even, it's a good not photo. even a good Like, just fucking click right click. Yeah. Save photo yes. as. Print it out. Print it out at 7 11. Cool. It's fucking cool. Look at that. Wow. Billy no kid. one will know the difference. Cool. Oh. Yeah, it's a funny thing, huh? Mm. Have you ever had. I've never. So he said, he did say, okay, after the, after the auction, he told um, news reporters that he planned to allow some small museums to display the piece. And after that, he will, quote, just enjoy the iconic piece. Ew. Weird, Gross. right? Yeah, yeah. What the hell does yeah. that mean? It's like, why would you spend so much money on a photo? Oh, you have so much money, and that doesn't even count as money to you. I think there's a thing about having the the, the actual object. Yeah. But pay, he could have paid, like, 500000 Yeah. Maybe that's, maybe you know what that shit is, though. Maybe that's, like, some weird investment-y kind of thinking. Like, if I pay $2.3 million, then now the value of that is right. that. So then if I sell it in 10 years. Maybe, right? Well, we've talked about this in previous episodes, like how money laundering yeah. all this stuff is. Right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of this thing, none of this stuff has an objective value. So you can think, oh, I'm going to spend $5 million on this thing. Mm-hmm. And then if I sell it to somebody else for $6 million next year, yeah. no one's going to bat an eyelid, despite the fact it was never worth $5 million in the first place. Yeah, exactly. Do you, think, do you think there's any kind of relation to, like, you know how people get all crazy about religious artifacts, like the toenail mm-hmm. of Jesus? Do mm-hmm. you think there's anything to that with this kind of stuff where it's like, I need to have the actual thing? Like, if he's a super Western, like a massive Western movie fan. Maybe he really gets off on that shit, you know? Right. Who knows? Which a lot of people do. They have that People have weird Western things. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's authentic. It's the real, actual photo. Mm-hmm. I kind of get that. Although, I mean, I just imagine. I like, would get it for 2.6 when it was worth 500,000. No. I also imagine, like, if, let's, let's just say, like, I, somebody showed up at my door tomorrow and was like, oh, are you Mr. Curran? Okay, well, you're the last surviving heir of this, you know, the headpiece of King Arthur. It's your here. Right. It, it, you have it now. Yeah. I would. I would think it would be really cool. And then She's in like, like two months, it would just be covered in dust in the mm. corner. Like I would. There, you know what I mean? Like the level of care and attention you'd have to give to something like that. Right. It just seems like a burden more than a more than a cool thing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I've got one final one here. Okay, me too. Sort of, this is interesting. Um, this is a story about a guy who sold his whole life. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Any reaction at all, really. 
I was doing a nodding thing. My eyebrows were expressive. Podcast, podcast. Audio, uh, oh, audio, 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 audio. Oh, I'm okay. Sorry. Max, cut that down. So Joe was doing a series short, of mime. A reaction. Miming her astonishment. I'm trying new things. Sue me. All right. Uh, Ian Usher, 44. Held the seven-day auction of all his belongings, including his three-bedroom home uh, in the West Australian city of Perth, and a trial for his job at a rug store. There was this guy Ian, all right, and he <laughs> sold his whole fucking life, all right. He sold his house. He had a three-bedroom house in in Perth. He sold his job, and he sold all of his friends. So, like, basically, it, he he so he 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 put this all of his life. In one neat little package, and he asked for two point two million Australian dollars, which I don't know what that is. Um, it's a lot. just a little bit less than you've got US. Dollars. Okay, so it's a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Wow. So he put everything up up for sale: his house, his job, every fucking thing in his house, and all his friends, which I think is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> like he just had. Yeah, like he basically just, just having his, his whole life. life. Like, yeah. Well, he got divorced. He just he just he just divorced his wife. He was married for five years, which you know. It's not that long. It's not that long. You're going to so get like over I've spent five years with this person. Yeah. Oh, it's all over. People have relationships for that long. Exactly. In the end, though, um, the winning bidder agreed to pay 399000 Australian dollars. Oh. Yeah. So he got... Uh, so, so it wasn't a separate shit. What do you mean? He didn't separate it. Oh, no, no. It's just like, here's deal. my life. He wanted two point two million. He got, you know, he still got almost four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it included all of his worldly goods. I mean, the person obviously just wanted the house. His friends, a motorcycle, and a jet ski. Wow, this is a deal. Yeah, and then and then uh, so so this guy Ian, who sold his life, uh, plans to travel in search of a new life. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love wow. the idea. You right. did great with four hundred thousand. So let's 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 think about this. So the so you're at the local Perth watering hole. You're Ian's bartender. Yeah. I'm one of Ian's friends. Mm-hmm. And then the, the the bell rings and this guy walks in. Jing 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 jing. Do we call you New Ian? We don't know anything yet. Hello, is this the? Uh, oh yeah, right. Huh. Australian accent. Jesus Christ. Hello, is this the uh, Perth watering hole? Yes, this is the bar. Right. I'd like a uh, Foster's. <laughs> I don't want to play this game anymore. No, nah, all right, fine. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's uh? Hello, where's the kangaroo? I'd like to fuck. <laughs> you guys have a. Real- Is this a kangaroo fucking night? You guys have a a roo tied out the back. I'll be with you in one minute. <laughs> Probably two. I'm looking for Ian. I own all his friends now. Are you one of Ian's friends? <laughs> I'm Peter Jixon. I'm from New Zealand. Oh, my God. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> all right. You got, you, you got something? You I'm, done. I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. That is crazy, but also, like, fucking great idea. Like, okay, fine, he wanted 2.2 million, but, like, 400,000 is so much money to start up again. I wish. So when I left the States... I did sell all my shit. Yeah. Like, I sold all my shit. It never occurred to me that I could have also sold all my friends. I wasn't going to see them anyway. Okay. Lay it on us, Joe. What do you got? My last thing mm-hmm. to talk about mm-hmm. is Jocelyn Wildenston's face. Oh, I was going to do this one. Yeah? Yes. I, I actually really was going to do this. Yeah. Um, so, she's an American socialite and gay icon known... For her cosmetic surgery. Do you know how much she spent, roughly? Like $14 million. Four. Four. They estimate it to be $4 million. Uh, So she's super famous. She's nicknamed Catwoman, the Lion Queen, the Bride of Wildenstein. Stein. She denies having any plastic surgery. What? Citing her Swiss heritage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's known for her extravagant lifestyle. She once calculated her yearly telephone bill at $60,000. 
and food and wine costs at $550,000 a year. A year. Mm-hmm. Uh, she received $2.5 billion in her divorce settlement and wow. $100 million each year for the following 13 years in alimony. The judge stipulated that she could not use any alimony payments for further cosmetic surgery. Right. Which is crazy. It's like she had an addiction and they were she like. She definitely had an addiction. Right. Yeah. And they were just like legislating. They were just You've seen banning pic- it. Did you see pictures of her before all this? Like when she was young? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she just looked like a nice looking person. She's a pretty, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Which is why she's probably done all this shit. Like, who knows? To stay pretty? I don't know. I don't understand how you can get to this far and why your surgeon keeps doing shit. Yeah. The surgeon is an evil dickhead. Like, look at this compilation. That's crazy. That's amazing, right? Yeah. I feel bad because I don't, I mean, obviously, fuck, I don't even, yeah, I just, you know, it's whatever. It's her fucking face, right? It's her fucking Do face. Do whatever you want. Do whatever the hell it's you want. It's super weird. It's freaky, though. I, I find it. Her mugshot photo is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It's bad. You know what, though? That I mean, that it's looks like, like she just got out of the operating room. Um, so anyway, she won all this. She got all this money out of her divorce. Uh, she was not allowed to use non-plastic surgery. She mm. says she doesn't even get plastic surgery. Right. In 2018, she filed for bankruptcy. Oh shit! Yeah, and that wow. is the end of my my stuff for two facts. All right, so that was episode six. Feel like what? We're so good. Yeah, and no, I'm shaking oh. my head and like, wow, great. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I, that would have been confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why you Big were confused. Big shaking of my head. No, no I love no, it. No, no, no. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, I was. I'm super drunk now. Like, are you? Yeah. Oh. Episode six. That was it. Hope you liked it. We're not quite out of the woods yet. We got one last thing to do. Well, two, maybe, maybe two last things to do. <laughs> we're gonna definitely do, finish up Mexican cups. Yeah. Um, Is it leaking? <laughs> Interesting response from you. Duck and weave, duck and weave. Come on, soldier. I would say write, write, and let us know if you like Mexican cups, but nobody ever fucking writes. So what's the point? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna be the here is the, yeah. That's the Tony martyr, martyr host. Awesome. That's gonna go really well. <laughs> uh, the polling we've done says that's the most effective way to get people mm-hmm. to our side. People love that. All right. I'm going to say I'd like to swap, please. I think I think you currently do not have the – you currently – sorry. You currently do have the thing mm-hmm. and I want to swap so I take – no, wait. What am I saying? I don't, if you swap, that means you get You it. don't have the thing. Right, 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 right. You currently don't have the thing. So I'm going to keep mine. I'm going to keep it. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, I'm saying you currently don't have the thing under your cup. Duck and wait. <laughs> Duck and wait. <laughs> You don't do whatever the fuck thing. you're going to do. Do whatever the fuck you're going right. to do. I'm going to open my cup because I think Fine. I have it. Fine. Whoa! Master fucking masterclass. Oh, you did that was graduate. Good. That was pretty good. You did huh? graduate. I feel like I wow. pulled that out right at the very end, Damn, too. Damn, you did well. Wasn't that good? No, you didn't even pull it out at the very end. Oh, like you the, were you thought the whole time. The whole time I thought you had wow. nothing. I don't even that. know my own powers. Wow, you're so good. That's I good, can huh? only get two powers. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I needed. Um, can you get the book, please? <laughs> we, need to, we need to we need to write this down. Oh, by the way, sorry to exclude our listeners. I just won. <laughs> I won Mexican cups again. Wow. Yeah, Damn. gold room. All right, Brian is on. Two points. What? Only two? Yeah. And Joe's on three. Okay. All right. You catch. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. You shouldn't be because... I'm fine. Everything's cool. It's no competition. It's not a competition. It literally is a competition. It's no competition. Like, how do I put this? I'm going to smash you. Oh. I don't know, man. I'm detecting... Chris, yeah, no, I'm only stoked that you won. Are you? Yeah. I don't know. I saw. I saw that you guys probably didn't. You guys probably didn't pick up on this because you can't see. Um, but I wanted to win it. When 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 she lifted that cup up, I saw her whole little world just start crumbling oh. down. 
thought it was better at the game than than yeah. really am. And I think I think I don't know. There was a recognition in there of like shit. I am. I'm out of my fucking depth. So that's what that I'm out of my depth with this guy. He he has dominated yeah, this game. Definitely would not say that. In a way that I didn't even think was fucking possible. I wouldn't say that. You didn't have to. Your eyes. I wouldn't even think that. Your eyes said it. Charlie, you were afraid I would not think that. No, I don't know. I, I, I saw what I saw. All right. Well, that brings <sighs> together. I'm still flush off my victory from Mexican cups. Fuck you. That <clears throat> was. Episode 6, Season 2. It does feel good to win, though. Thanks for listening, everybody. And win honestly, too. That's the thing. It's a pure win, you know? We've been Brian and Joe with Sugar Facts. Yep. Thanks for listening, as always. And Keep listening. Keep listening. Uh, Hit us up on Spotify. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Mm -hmm. And as always, like like us us in in real real life. life. And pass us amongst your friends. And pass us between, amongst, throughout your friends. See you later. Through legs, between legs. Over faces. See you later. Bye. Okay. I don't have to. Sorry. Do it.